You're listening to Chewing the Fat on Demand. We go anytime. You ready? Welcome to Chewing the Fat Friday edition, Fat Pile Friday. Uh, a couple stories that have been in the pile for a few days. Uh, congratulations to a uh, woman who won the lottery, and she wants to do uh, wonderful things with the money. The single mom who won $343.9 million in a recent Powerball drawing, which was supposed to be mine, uh, by the way, and she won it, so I let her have it, uh, says she's going to be giving a half a million dollars of her jackpot to a foundation that assists wounded veterans. Good for her. And uh, I know that she went on Ellen and was all happy she's a single mom. Uh, look, she's a struggling. I'm glad to see someone who was at least uh, deserving of winning the lottery, winning the lottery. Uh, good for her. Uh, 51 of Redfield, Iowa. Uh, she bought uh, her first ticket. She took a break from unpacking from her new home. Uh, who's now a single mother of three, to get a slice of pizza at Casey's Convenience Store. And when she got her slice of pizza, she thought, well, I'll just buy a Powerball ticket. $343.9 million. Amazing. Uh, another lottery story. And I'm supposed to, I guess, feel happy for this lady, but I don't. A Missouri woman who thought she had won a $100 Powerball prize was a few zeros off. It was a million dollars. She thought she'd won a hundred. If I'm the cashier and she says, yeah, I'm here to cash in my ticket. I won a hundred dollars. And that thing rings through the machine at a million. I'm giving her the hundred dollars cash. Here you go. Congratulations. Here's your hundred. Talk to you later. Bye. And I'm cashing in the million. It might be in trouble for that. But I'm going to give it a shot, right, for a million? So she goes, she buys the ticket, she scratches it off, and she realizes that I won, I won, I won, I won $100, I won $100. No, no, you didn't, baby. No, you won a million dollars. So I guess congratulations, but I don't want to be happy for her because she thought she won 100 and that really ticks me off. You're supposed to know what you won. That's a lottery rule, isn't it? I mean, she broke a lottery rule and still won. That's not fair. And the single jackpot uh, sold in Simpsonville, South Carolina, for the $1.5 billion Mega Millions jackpot, uh, there has been no winner claim the prize yet. Think of that, all right? So now he's, they still have time to turn it in. Well, they still, I mean, you still have time. Uh, and they're saying that, well, they're, you know, this guy, this person, I say guy, this person is probably getting his ducks in a row and making everything right. But it's been quite a while now. It doesn't take that long to get your ducks in a row. So I'm hoping that this person or persons didn't lose it in the hurricane, didn't lose it in flooding. Uh, you bought, How many times have you bought a ticket and you forgot you bought it? And it's sitting in your briefcase or it's sitting in the glove box or it's between the seats in the truck. And you just, ah, you, you know, a couple months from now you look at it and go, ah, it wasn't a winner anyway. Uh, wrong. So if you have the possibility 
of winning the $1.5 billion Mega Millions ticket, perhaps you should check your tickets again. There are 46 jurisdictions, 44 states and the District of Columbia and along with the U.S. Virgin Islands that participate in Mega Millions. Since the ticket was sold in South Carolina, the 45 other jurisdictions each contribute to the sum, obviously, proportionate to their ticket sales. And uh, when no winner comes forward at the end of the allowed 180 days, um, and some places have uh, uh, a year, six months. We talked a little bit about that, the difference in time for the different states and different areas. Um the unclaimed prize money, it can go back to its own cause. It depends on what the state has directed for it. Um, it's been about three weeks since the drawing, right? So they're figuring that the person is getting their, you know, everything in order. And I guess it could take that long with, you know, you have $1.5 billion. I mean, that's a lot of money. That is a, a, you know, that's a good chunk of change. Now, they're guessing that it's probably going to be claimed before the 180 days expire. Uh, but in South Dakota last year, ticket buyers walked away from $541,000 in lottery money. In North Carolina, they left $10.36 million on the table. In California, $36 million on the table. Arizona, one person failed to collect a $100,000 Powerball ticket. First-time Mega Millions players often do not realize that even if they don't win the jackpot, matching some of the numbers of the drawing can still win you smaller prizes. See, those people are should be considered too dumb to play. All right, that should be a lottery law. And those of us that play, that money should be broken up between us. <laughs> there were, um, there were uh, a lot of attention, obviously, went to the $1.5 billion jackpot, but there were all kinds of winners in that $1.5 billion jackpot. Uh, so you have plenty of time uh, to pick it up. And if not, uh, you know, if you don't pick it up, you get $1.5 billion to the state's coffers, which is, wow. Otherwise, I mean, just think of this. And, and I, don't, I do not want this to happen, but just say, yeah, the ticket's in between your seat and the truck. And you're busy cleaning up from flooding. You're not thinking about it. You know you, you bought a ticket. Or you maybe you don't even remember you bought a ticket. You think you did. You bought a cup of coffee because you retired and you, paid, you bought a ticket too. And you don't know what happened to it. And it's in between. So six months from now, you're cleaning out your truck and you find the ticket. And you go, oh, I wonder if this, you know. And I know it's out of date, but, you know, you Check the numbers to see if it was the winner, and that was the ticket for the $1.5 billion. Do you say anything to anybody? Or do you just rip it up, put it in a safe, cry? I mean, of course you cry. You cry like a little baby. You, go into, you need a cry room at that point. There's no question. There's a story in the stack in the fat pile about uh, places that are opening up now around the world, uh, smash rooms, where you go in and you rent time in a room and you're able to take a sledgehammer and just smash whatever you want and destroy whatever you want, and that's what you're paying for. So not only do we have the safe rooms, now we have the smash rooms. If you find the $1.5 billion lottery ticket six months from now, and obviously it's out of date and you can't collect, uh, you're going to need a, 
a crying room, a smashing room, and a safe room all in the same day. Because tears will flow. All right, I want to thank you for uh, listening to Chewing the Fat uh, podcast. Of course, you know, it's a Monday through Friday. We're going to drop a special podcast on Saturdays as well, a special Saturday podcast. Um, and uh, I always ask you to uh, subscribe and rate and review and share. And I just wanted to – I've tried to help you out. I'm not telling you what to do. Don't, don't take it like I'm telling you what to do. I'm trying to help you. Because I know you're busy and you don't have time and you want to you want to you want to rate and review the podcast, but you're trying to think of maybe something funny to say and you don't know what you want to rate it as, and it's hard. Look, I know you're busy. You got a lot of things on your plate, so just rate it twenty stars, review it best podcast ever, and share it with uh, just somebody on your email list, and you're done. You don't even have to think about it. I thank you. The podcast thanks you. And the person you shared it with will thank you. But here's some uh, reviews that uh, from the podcast list. Um, one of following directions, uh, five stars, uh, best podcast ever, uh, with the comment. And now you don't have to comment. I mean, this is going above and beyond commenting. But uh, this person uh, uh, commented, 20-plus uh, stars, best po- bestest Bestest, bestesterist podcast wars have ever heard. It's even better than that other one that's pretty okay. Amen. Amen. This from uh, Not Choking 32. <laughs> King Fisher. Five stars have been clicked. Best podcast ever in the history of podcast the king of saginaw Ooh, the king of saginaw i don't know if that's saginaw texas or saginaw michigan because you know technically i was born in saginaw michigan remember the old uh i was born in saginaw michigan nobody ever knows that song it's an old country song anyway i was but king fisher now this is someone that this is someone that knows me i don't like that that means they got information that I don't I don't want them to be sharing. But it's not it's someone that knows me but doesn't know my there's only about three people on the planet that call me by my nickname. Nobody knows what my nickname was or is. And there's like three people that still call me it. Three people. Let's see, Mike, Andrew, Terry Roundtree. Yeah, there's about three people that call <laughs> Chris Cruz doesn't even know what that nickname is. So it's someone that's inside, but not old inside, which makes me feel a little bit better because old inside, there's some stories there we do not want out. Uh, This one, Chewing the Fat with a P from Cajun Conservative. Jeffy is the trailer park Rush Limbaugh. He should have his own Marconi Award, just like Foreigner should be in the HOF, which is, he's referring to the Rock Hall of Fame. Um Thanks, I think. From uh, Alley Cat, 3927. You're telling me there's 3,926 other Alley Cats? Best podcast ever. Clicked five stars. 18 out of 18 stars. 
And that's someone that, you know, the eight, 18, gotcha. Uh, this is amazing. Jeffrey is so wonderful. And it's, it's Jeffy, by the way. I know it's Jeffrey. If you, never, you got both of them wrong. I don't want, I mean, Alley Cat 3927. I love you and thank you. I'll, I'll let me finish and then I'll come back to come back to grade you. Uh, is so wonderful to listen to. He shares stories that are important but not political. That's what we try to do a little bit. I do get a little political sometimes, but I really try not to. You can get that anywhere. I mean, you you got there's people on this network alone. Blah blah blah. Founding fathers. I got it. Okay, shut up. I'm just trying to get through the day. I want you to be able to just get through the day with a little smile on your face and. Go home and enjoy the family. But now let's get back to grading. Alley Cat, uh, Alley Cat uh, 3927. Where's my red pen? All right, here we go. Um, 18 out of 18 stars. We enjoy that. It's kind of funny. Cute. Ha ha. Inside line. Uh, this is amazing. You hit the ball out of the park on that one. Best podcast ever. Yep. Um, Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-R-Y, is so wonderful to listen to. Right, this is where you this is where you screwed up a little bit. All right. Um if you want it to be Jeffrey, it's J E F F R E Y. So you spelled that wrong. And if you want to be on the inside for the shows, it's Jeffy, J E F F Y. So you spelled that wrong. I mean, thank you. I appreciate I appreciate it, Alley Cat 3927. And if you're using a uh a Surface Pro like I just got. Um, I know that the keyboard uh, is really touchy, and when you have uh, fingers that are puffy, athletically overweight. No, they're not swollen. They're puffy. Uh, sometimes the keyboard does funny things. <laughs> so I, I prefer the tablet mode. Um, this is uh, five stars from uh, Bob Akral. Bob Akral? Bob Akral? Bob Akral. Who's a good little Bob Akral? You are. Um Five stars, Tank Ninja, OMG, best podcast ever. Thank you very much. And by the way, Tank Ninja, we're going to have to talk about uh, the Netflix uh, show uh, that uh, reflects uh, Ninja Warriors, the um, Beastmaster, Ultimate Beastmaster. You know, I love the whole idea of Ultimate Beastmaster. I really do. But season one was really good. And then they screwed up with the announcers and did some things. And what's that? I know it's it's Sylvester Stallone. I love him. He's got all this money. He's executive producer. It was a great idea. But then they started screwing up with the announcers, and we fell in love in season one with the announcers and how they were doing it for all the countries. If you haven't seen it, watch season one. Now I'm I'm going through them for you, and I'll give you a better review, but. Right now, my review is season one was the best. Uh, this from uh, M.P. Shoney, M-P-S-C-H-O-N-E-Y. Five stars. Uh, Jeffy hits a home run, two exclamation points. I remember years ago when on the Glenn Beck program, the gang was off-site doing the broadcast when the connection was lost, and Jeffy back in the studio had to fill in, and I thought, he's not half bad filling in with no prep. Now with prep, he's batting a thought. Well, I mean, thank you, but uh, let me say that, uh, I mean, I really don't, uh, half bad? He's not half bad filling in? I mean, 
the connection is lost and I step up to the plate and that's not half bad. I mean, Shoney, thank you. MP Shoney, thank you. I appreciate it. Now, Chris is bugging me because I did one on the Instagram. Right? That was the one I did on the Instagram. I don't have that. You didn't print that one for me. Oh, this one right here. From Jeffrey Bruce. Jeffy Bruce, I got it. See, I, can, I did it wrong. I'm grading myself. Exclamation point. Chewing the fat, five stars. Great outlook. Funny yet valid. Huh? Huh? Now, I did one uh, also that I'm going to uh, miss uh, on the Instagram. We did a quick, uh, we do a quick Instagram every day before the show uh, just to give you an idea of the stories and have fun and promote the podcast. And today we did uh, on uh, my Instagram, which is Jeff Fisher Radio, and we did uh, up on the Blazes Instagram too. Apparently, uh, Samantha, or as Glenn likes to call her, Sam, was uh, wandering around doing nothing and said, are they doing an Instagram post? And just stopped in and started recording. I was like, all right, well, okay, no problem. We'll do it. Gave you a quick little shot of, of the studios. They're getting ready for the uh, Mercury One Gala, uh, which happens here tomorrow. And they're setting up for the, the auction items and what's happening on that. And you still have time to uh, jump in on the uh, Mercedes-Benz auction uh, for 100 bucks. a chance for a Mercedes-Benz. It's a good deal. Uh, 100 bucks. Any Mercedes would be worth a one hundred dollars. I don't believe there's a Mercedes Benz on the planet not worth a hundred bucks. So uh, go to mercuryone.org, mercuryone.org, and you can also look at some auction items that they have at the site. You can register for the uh, for the drawing for the uh, the Mercedes Benz, and you can look at the auction items. And if you can make it here to the Mercury Studios tomorrow, come on. We've got the auction items. We're setting up. We're going to have dinner. We're going to have music. We're going to have a live auction. It's going to be a party. <laughs> Mercury One 2018 Gala right here at the Mercury Studios, Irving, Texas. Remember, this is Chewing the Fat. And, uh, you know, Monday through Thursday, uh, I try to, you know, we try to have a little bit, uh, I'm going to, we go to the water cooler in the break room, I have some some break room stories, and then uh, I'm going to try to uh, start a new uh, segment called Just Headlines, and give you the headlines of what's going around on, around the world, just so you know. You know, I don't have to, I don't have to go deep uh, in any of these stories, just give you the headlines so you have an idea of what's going on, because I, I, I've... I feel kind of bad. I know that we don't do politics, and you can get that anywhere. But I do want you to be able to at least be aware of what's going on, and you don't have to. You don't have to know. Most of these stories change all the time, and the headline is sometimes are misleading. So I'll give you headlines and tell you whether it's a misleading headline or not a misleading headline, just to, just so you know, so you can when you're at work or you're at you know you're with friends. You can say, I know that's what the headline said, but. And that's all you need to do. And then, then there's no argument. It's just a little misleading. Also, uh, then Fridays, we do Fat Pile Friday, which, you know, I'm trying to plow through. Every, every Friday, I try to plow through as much of the fat as I can. And then we have uh, Saturday. Uh, I try to uh, give you a little Saturday bonus podcast uh, this week. Um, with uh, Daniel Lappin, Rabbi Daniel Lappin uh, joins us. He was here uh, wandering around the building, so I, I drug him in. And I told the story on Instagram about the story that was sitting on top of the fat pile that I had here yesterday about uh, the husband accused of uh, scuttling the yacht. 
uh, admits to killing his wife at sea on honeymoon, and he could not stop looking at the headline. I love, and, and let me say that I love Rabbi Daniel Lappin, and I love his wife Susan, and they are a fantastic couple, and I, I would do anything for them. Uh, they uh, were here and were able to stop and, and, and give me a little bit of their time yesterday, which was great. Um, the first time I ever spent any little time with uh, uh, the rabbi and his wife was in Salt Lake City, and we did the tour uh, uh, with the rabbi, and my family was there, and he and his wife were there, and uh, David Barton was giving the tour, and uh, Gino Vanelli and his wife were there as well, and uh, we were doing the the tour, and uh, we had such a good time. And uh, at that point in time, my children, I didn't have to beat goodness out of them, so they were they were really good, and it was just a really good time. And uh, ever since then, I mean, I've just I'm just I'm a fan. So if you have an opportunity to listen to. Uh, the Rabbi Daniel Lappin show, uh, do so because it's well worth it, and he's probably one of the one of the smartest guys in the in the world. Into in today's world, Rabbi Daniel Lappin is is the guy, uh, and so uh, you have that to look forward to uh, tomorrow as well. So let's uh, plow through some of this uh, some of the fat pile that we've got today before uh, we have to uh, kind of wrap it up. Uh, the national grid, uh, after all that's failed, the national grid is bringing in a cannon to scare away hundreds of crows that have been hanging around an electrical substation in Massachusetts. So we can't do anything. The government doesn't want to do anything with the uh, with the power grid at all. And even if we're so concerned about uh, uh, the uh, foreign entities. Uh, killing our grid with the EMT, with and just, and just all ruin everything. Um, with the and it's look, and I, what did I say? EMTs? No, the, we don't care about the EMTs, the emergency medical uh, technicians. We care about the EMPs. <laughs> the EMTs are helping people in California, bless their hearts, and helping other people all around the world. The EMPs, bad news. Uh, but we will bring in a cannon. To scare away these birds. And according to them, they say, don't worry, no birds will be hurt. Uh-huh. The propane cannon being fired off in North Adams this week doesn't shoot projectiles. It just makes a lot of noise that annoys the crows. We've got to find the video. There has to be a video with audio of the propane cannon being fired in Massachusetts. Uh, trying to save the grid because they can't get rid of the crows and heaven forbid somebody takes a 22 out there and just starts pot shotting crows because who knows there's not enough crows on the planet there's a place not far from where i live here in texas that these trees and this restaurant and this pharmacy i know it's a surprise i know where a pharmacy is Uh, And I spend time there. These crows live, and they are so loud and so obnoxious, and fly. They nothing scares them. They don't care. They fly, and if you drop a crumb from your sack, they're on it. And I just, if if I could carry around a propane cannon, I guess I would, just to scare them off. Get out of here. So the national grid says that the cannon will be fired off between 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. starting Tuesday. 
how long? I don't even know how long the story's been in the fat pile. So this could have been going on now for a week, week and a half. Uh, and keep going until Saturday. Police have warned area residents. Now, you know that the police have warned area residents, and there is no way that everybody knows about this. So there's going to get 911 calls. They're going to get all words. I think we're under attack. People are going to be all freaked out because of the propane cannon. And it doesn't even shoot projectiles. It just makes a loud noise. We've got, you have it? That's great. Let's hear the, uh, the propane cannon uh, being fired off in North Adams, uh, Massachusetts, to get rid of the crows hanging around the electrical substation. Sound like a cannon. If I'm a crow, I'm out though. Does it just do that for two hours? Wow, that's annoying. That's annoying. For two hours of that? So the crows are going to move into, I don't know. Connecticut, Maine, New York. They don't want to take New York. The rats have already got New York. Crows are crows are almost sky rats. They're close to pigeons. They're like sky rats. So they got to move somewhere else. That's annoying. That's fantastic. Don't worry. The birds won't be hurt. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. A crow being hurt. What if they get too scared and they fly into the building or something? Now, now you've now you've now you've harmed crows into doing this. They're just flying around, haphazardly flying into cars. Crows get big too, man. They're not these little blue jays, man. Crows are big birds. They do some damage. I don't know if you ever seen the documentary The Birds, but the crows—it's a documentary years ago. It's an old one where birds are attacking, and the crows are big old birds, man. They do some damage. Don't look at me like you've never you've never seen the documentary The Birds. What country are you from? No, you're not. <laughs> no, no, my friend, you are not. You can say you are, but you aren't. <laughs> wow, that is that's embarrassing that you haven't seen the documentary The Birds. It's old and boring now. Anyway, it was made back in 1812, and you watch it today, and you go. Boring, but it's worth a watch. However, well, there's got to be a better way than the propane cannon being fired off to scare crows away. That's not a, that's definitely not a cannon. That's not a can. That's, it's like a propane machine gun or something. A propane, certainly not a grill. It does sound like your grill's trying to fire up, though. And the sparker doesn't work to fire up the propane, so you got to throw a match in and hope you don't blow your face up. Shh. Poof. Poof. The whole thing blows up. That's why you only have one row open, so that when you throw the match in, you're down at the other end. There's a little helpful hint on how to start a propane. Do you know the first time I ever got a propane grill? I opened it up. 
and spread it all out in the back room. We had a, a room called the Florida Room. I was living in Florida, and, and I opened it up, took it all out of the box, and I was going to do it myself. Gosh darn it. I'm putting this grill together. I'm going to do it. And uh, it took me about a week. I had it all spread out in the back room, and I looked at it every day. I'd come home from work and look at it out there. This is uh, called pre, pre-children, so you're able to leave stuff out like that. And uh, I came home, and I so one day I got off work, and I, brought, I got a case of beer. This was called also drinking days and i brought home a case of, a case of beer and i sat down putting this grill together today and it took forever god awful things it was the stupidest thing i ever done in my life well I just to have the guy at home depot do it bring it home and uh i i did put it all together though i got it all together well, the only thing i didn't do was figure out how to make that sparker work to start the propane you know so when you the you turn the gas on the and it's, that sparker works, so I had to use matches. But I was done at that point. I just used matches. I never, I never figured it out. <laughs> oh man, did I hate that freak putting that thing together? That was the dumbest thing I ever did. That's why they have people that do it. That's when I decided, you know what? My time is more important than me just putting that grill together. But I, I at that time in my life, I was going to do it. I had made up my 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 first wife was even like. Why don't you just just have the guy take it to the take it to the guy? He'll put it together for you. No, I'm putting it together. And it sounded like the propane cannon in Massachusetts. I never could get the sparker figured out. <laughs> just throw in the match. <laughs> it's so bad. Hey, what the? Is that the Hulk? Oh, nah, just teasing. It's Hercules. Hercules is here. <laughs> How are you? You know, we're okay. Uh, we're lucky. Our house yeah. is standing, and three homes around me and my street are down and burnt to the ground. So, are, are you you're not being evacuated? We were evacuated. They lifted the evacuation this morning, but I've been spending the last two nights here anyway. My family was north. They were fine, but I wasn't going to leave the house alone. I've been putting out little smoldering, you know, smoldering, smoky areas around the house and in, in the fields around us just to, just to stop any wind from picking stuff up. Right. Uh, well, I mean, if your house is safe, then it worked. But that's it, uh, so far so good. Yeah. That's uh, that's amazing because we've seen it's unbelievable. Some... I mean, it's just uh, the hills all around us just burnt. I mean, it looks like it looks like a bomb was dropped here. Yeah, the foot the footage I'm seeing is horrific. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and you know some areas got it worse than us, but still, I mean, all around us, it's just it's just burnt. So I was uh, I was looking at uh, the paperwork that they uh, send, uh, you know, for every interview, and uh, it talks to me about uh, how you. Uh, you know, as Hercules, the legendary journeys from 93 to 99, as the most watched TV show in the world. Is that true? This is true. We passed Baywatch by uh, season three there in 1996. And um, it actually ran from 93 to 2000 with first run shows. And then still in hit 176 countries at its peak, but it's still in 60 countries. And it airs on a couple different networks or cables uh, here in the States. So it's, it's crazy. That's it's, amazing. I followed it up with Andromeda after that. And that right. Was sure. And that was like a number one for uh, almost the whole time, uh, right? 
First run syndication, yeah. So uh, in America, it's still, but that reached 150 countries. And that was the first show Gene Roddenberry created after Star Trek back in 1969. So I mean, that you're, you're living large, is what you're telling me. Well, I had a good 12 year run, you know, and then uh, you know I came out of that conservative closet, and then Hollywood sort of shut oh, me down. But I started right. my own production company, and I just finished my 59th movie. So the heck with them. Wow. I'm able, to, I'm able to stay alive on small budget films, but uh, you know they're, they're they're good films and they're actors' films is the way I look at them. You know, so I've uh, been very fortunate. That's fantastic, and I know uh, you know you're we're talking today about uh, you know the uh, you know Christmas dreams and it's the Christmas holidays, and uh, you know you you have said that uh, uh, you know this Christmas holiday and it's proving to be a little bit true right now as we start. Uh, that we're going to be under attack uh, for quite a while over this Christmas holidays. Yeah, I think we are. I mean, that's the, the biggest issue for the Democrats, obviously, is to go after Trump and Kavanaugh. <laughs> There's no other pressing problems in America. So <laughs> let's, let's go after those guys. I mean, it just shows you how insane and crazy that party is. Um, and, you know, let's not forget uh, uh, the uh, caravan. Um, but I don't want to get it. You know, I don't. I, I, we don't need to get into that. It's okay. We can. We can. We can slide by that. All right. Because uh, you know you have. I'm gonna keep going. They can go <laughs> right into Canada. Canada will open with welcome arms. I mean, you know, Canada was. I always tell people Canada was formed the same time America was. Um, we have 340 million people now, and they're 30 million. What does that tell you about a socialized government? <laughs> so. Right. Right. I know. It, it's a. Uh, it's. It's amazing that. Uh, well. I don't normally get into it on this on this particular show, uh, but uh, it's frustrating at times. Uh, yeah, sure thinking that uh, you know we uh, we need to have some sort of uh, structure to a country, and there are many countries around the world that believe that. However, when we believe it, it's wrong, and it's very frustrating. Yeah, it's weird, and everybody still wants to come to America. It's, it's quite it's quite yes. telling to me, and, and it sure is. I, I tell tell my friends who are for open borders, I I, I can't help but laugh at that and go. I asked them, do you lock your home at night? Well, yeah. Do you yeah, lock your course. cars whenever you're going? Well, yeah. Why? why? You want a wide open border for anybody to come across, but you're worried that your house could be attacked or your car could be robbed. No, no. You should lead by example. Keep everything unlocked. Take the windows off. Take the foot. I mean, leave it wide open for people to see that it's a wide open access. And Amen. why are they not complaining about airport security? Why do we have to go through security at airports? Why? At all. Walk right on. Yeah. It's the same thing, right? It sure as heck is. I mean, and you know they obviously do not see it that way. However, uh, it is the same thing, and it's uh, it's very very frustrating. So, all right, well, I, we can I'll I'll go on uh, a I'm little bit start. more with you as we. It is really good, but I, I know that you have uh, your new holiday movie out uh, titled Christmas Dreams. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, I'm the narrator of it. The people that created it did an amazing job. This is for kids. I would say 12 and younger, uh, but families are always looking for good family fare yeah. for the young ones. And this is a combination of the Little Drummer Boy meets the Nutcracker Suite. It has animation along with live action. And um, I'm very honored to be the narrator of the story. And it's just a wonderful Christmas stocking stuffer. And, uh, you know, I used to get stopped all the time. You mentioned Hercules, talk about Andromeda. That's when I, people would always stop me through airports, malls, restaurants, whatever. Now they stop me and say, hey, please make more movies like God's Not Dead, What If, Abel's Field, Let There Be Light. We want more family stuff. Well, here's some more family stuff right here. So please go to Walmart, go to Amazon. The website is ChristmasDreamsTheMovie.com. That's ChristmasDreamsTheMovie.com. What, are you in Target having fights or? <laughs> you, you a target battling it out, or 
I think Walmart, I think Walmart's the number one place to go for uh, DVDs. I think they have. Uh, I, I I agree. I'm just messing with you. I'm sorry. I couldn't I help. I couldn't I help just, myself. And and you know I don't know. I don't think Walmart's confused about their bathrooms. So no, they are not. No, they are not. But and uh, and by the way, one of the things that I enjoy about Walmart, and it's very and it's. Uh, it's kind of strange that you think about it at all, but we still do once in a while buy DVDs, and uh, I like it. But the one thing that I do like is I have a Voodoo plan at the house, so that once it scans at the register at Walmart, it's already at, on my television at home. So I don't even have to open the DVD. I love that. Wow. I love it. They just scan it, and it's boop. It's already on my TV through their Voodoo plan. So uh, I don't. Even, I mean, we have DVDs now that we've purchased that I don't even open. That's amazing. It I sure didn't know is. they did that. But uh, here's the thing. I love DVDs still. Just like I like real books. I can't just read books off a, a Kindle or something. And then nothing wrong with that. But, you know, when you grow up in the generation that I know. grew up, just, I still like a DVD and it, I, like a, I like a book. A real book definitely has a different feel to it. I mean, I, well, ob- sure ob- obviously it has a different feel to it from a tablet. But I'm just saying it does have a different feeling of getting into it and getting involved in the story. At least it does for me. I agree with you there. Um, and speaking of books, I mean, I'm looking down here and, you know, you, not enough, you don't have enough to do. You're writing books with uh, your wife. I mean, what you and your wife are just uh, busy all the time then, I guess. Staying busy. My book out there is True Strength. Um, I do a follow-up book called True Faith, which will be out next spring. And my wife has written a book for, uh, for um, um, homeschoolers. She's on, we're homeschool advocates, and she's got a book called They're Your Kids. And people can go check that one out as well. I'm a big fan of that. We actually have a, a devotional combined with our latest movie, Let There Be Light. Let There Be Light was in theaters for about three months. Yeah, it was fantastic. And um, they can go to Walmart to pick that up. So when they go to Walmart... Get Christmas Dreams and also get my movie Let There Be Light, which is a wonderful Christmas movie as well. And that uh, I know that's uh, one of the one that you uh, that uh, Sean Hannity was a part of. Yep, uh, Sean Hannity I, was the financer of it and our, our executive producer, but he was the best ac- executive producer you could have. He let us just he get, he wrote the check and said, "When you're done with the movie, let me see it." So wow, he was never there. I love never that. there to bother us. Yeah, that's perfect. So. Uh, Let's let's talk a little bit about homeschooling. How does California deal with that? Well, about four or five years ago, they tried out a lot because, you know, kids that were homeschooled were testing so much better than kids who were public schooled, and you can't have that. You know that. No, that's impossible. You, you, you we, got, we need to celebrate mediocrity. Yes. Everybody gets the trophy, and we're trying to dummy down our kids, which our public education system is doing. Yes, they've California, done a fine job of that. Proud. They're in the bottom three of 50 states in public education. So uh, they're very proud of the w- wonderful work they're doing with uh, the zombie zombing up our children. So do they have? I know uh, you know one thing. Like we're in Texas now, and uh, in Texas they it's you know they're my kids. I can do with them what I want, which I love. Uh, when we lived in Pennsylvania, when we were working uh, in Manhattan, uh, Pennsylvania, still makes you tie into. You can homeschool them, but you still have to tie into the school system. They don't just leave you alone. Um, I, I can't believe California lets you uh, let you do anything without actually having their hooks in you. Well, they're working on it. Trust me, it's just but it's growing so fast here right now. And uh, you know, you know, anything the government runs, it, it doesn't work very well. So <laughs> yeah, no we need, kidding. We need to get the public school system away from uh, the government and, and let this thing get run by uh, like a business. And uh, we need to. I think I think we're in the twenty seventh or twenty eighth in the world with education, and that's pretty bad. This is America for crying out loud. We should have a little more pride. But amen. The PC world. There you go. All right. So I know that uh, I know you're busy battling a fire, and you're still trying to uh, get the word out for your uh, your great 
films and, and books. So I'm gonna, I'll let you go. But the new one is uh, Christmas Dreams, and it's out right now. And uh, tell everybody again where they can get it and how they can go about doing it and get it and so they can enjoy it with their families. It's uh, at Walmart. Or they can get it at Amazon Streaming. And they should go to the website, christmasdreamsthemovie.com, christmasdreamsthemovie.com. And a shout-out for my movie opening December 7th. It's called Bernie the Dolphin, a very nice family movie out from Lionsgate. So it's called Bernie the Dolphin. So there's three things people need to do here. Fantastic. Go get Dreams, go get Let There Be Light, and go to the theaters to watch Christmas. Uh, watch uh, Bernie the Dolphin. Very simple. Three very simple things they can do. I mean, let They can the- write these things down. If they're in the car, I get it. But if you're at home, write this stuff down. <laughs> thank you. Kevin, thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Be safe. Please take All care right. of your please take care of your belongings and your family and help anyone that uh, needs their help. Uh, you guys uh, definitely need it. All right, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Kevin. Peace. <laughs>